Hi, my name is Emma Criddle, and this is Storytime with Emma, and today I'm reading I Funny, a middle school story by James Patterson and Chris Grabenstein. Today's chapters are chapter 1 and chapter 2. Prologue 1. Flop Sweat Have you ever done something extremely stupid like, oh, I don't know, trying to make a room full of, full of total strangers laugh until their sides hurt? Totally dumb, right? Well, that's my, why my humble story is going to start with some pretty yucky tension, plus a little heavy-duty drama, and, a hopeful, and a hopefully a few funnies so we don't all go nuts. Okay, so how exactly did I, did I get into this mess up on stage at, com, at Comedy Club, baking like a bag of French, lays, uh, French flies? French fries under a hot spotlight that shows off that shows off all my sweat my sweat stains, including one that looks like Jabba the Hutt, with about a thousand beady eyeballs drilling into me. A very good question that you ask. To tell you the truth, it's one of my it's one I'm asking too. What am I, Jamie Grimm, doing for from doing here? What am I, Jamie Grimm, doing here trying to win something called it the planet's funniest kid comic contest? What was I thinking? But wait, hold on. It gets even it gets even worse. While the whole audience stares and waits for me to say something, anything funny, I'm up th- I'm up here choking. And that's right. My mind is totally in complete blank. And I just and I just said no. I'm and I just said no. I'm Jamie Grin. And that's the punchline. The end of the joke. All it needs is whatever comes before the punchline. You know, all from no, all this stuff I can't remember. And so I sweat from so I sweat some more. The audience stares at and stares some more. I don't think this is how a comedy act how a comedy act is supposed to go. I'm pretty sure jokes are usually involved and people laughing. Um, hi. I finally squeak at from out of a few. I finally squeak out a few words. The other day at school i was i had a substitute teacher very tough sort of like from mrs darth vader had the from had the heavy breathing the deep voice from during roll call she said are you chewing gun young man and i said no i'm jamie grimm I from I wait for what seems like hours, and yes, the audience kind of chuckles. It's not a huge laugh, but it's a start. Okay, phew, I can tell a joke. All is not all is not lost yet, but a hold on from not all is not lost yet. But hold on a sec. We prom- no, we need to talk about uh, something uh, something else. A major twist to my tale. A major twist, you say? Already? Yep. And trust me, yep. And trust me, we're from you were ex- you weren't expecting this one. And to be totally honest, neither was I. Two, ladies and gentlemen, me. Hi, presenting me, Jamie Grimm, the sit-down comic. So, can you deal with them? So, can you deal with this? Some people, some people can. Some people can't. Sometimes even I can't deal with it, like in just about every morning when I wake up and look at myself in the mirror. Just want to let you guys know Jamie's in a wheelchair and that's why he said he's the sit-down comic. 
but you know what they say, if life gives you lemons, learn how to juggle, or even better, learn how to make people laugh, so that's what I decided to do. Seriously, I tried to teach myself how to be funny, I did a whole bunch of homework and, and read every joke from and read every joke book and joke website I could find. It just so I from just so I could become a comedian and make people laugh. I guess you could say I'm obsessed with them being a stand-up comic, even though I don't from I don't exactly fit the job description. But unlike a lot of but unlike a lot of homework algebra, you know what I'm talking. Algebra, you know I'm talking about you. This was fun. I got to study from I got to study all grades. John Stewart, Jerry Sainfield, Kevin James, Ellen DeGeneres, Chris Rock, Stephen Wright, Joan Rivers, George Carlin. I also filled a dozen of notebook a dozen of notebooks with jokes that I made up myself, like a second one-liner from like a second one-liner at the comedy contest. Wow, what a crowd, I say, is, ser is serving the audience. Is standing room, from, uh, standing room only? Good thing I brought my own chair. It takes a second, but they laugh. Right after I let them know, from, uh, I let them know it's okay because I'm smiling too. This second laugh, well, it's definitely bigger than the than the first chuckle. Who knows? Maybe from maybe I actually have a shot at winning this thing. It's some from so, and now I'm not only nervous, I'm pumped. I really, 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 and I mean really, want to take from take my best shot at becoming the planet's funniest kid comic. Because in a lot of ways, my whole life has been leading up to from to this one sweet if if sweaty moment uh, in in the spotlight. Part one, the road to Ron Concoma. Chapter one, welcome to my world. But hey, I think we're from we're getting in from we're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, we should probably we should probably go back to the beginning, or at least a beginning. So let's check out a typical day from in my ordinary humdrum life at in Long Beach, a suburb, a suburb in New York City, and back from back before my very strange appearance at. Ron Con at the Ron Concoma at Comedy Club. Here's me, just an average kid on an average day in my average house as an open as I open our average doors and head over from and head and head off and head off to an average below average school. Zombies are everywhere. Oh, well, that's what I see. You might call them ordinary people. To me, they're these scary people stumbling down the sidewalk are the living dead. A pack of brain-numb freaks are who crawl out of the ground every morning and shuffle off to work. They're waving at me and grunting, Hello, Jamie. I from I wave and grunt back. And so, what streets do I from do my freaky zombie friends like best? The dead ends, of course. Fortunately, my neighbors move extremely slowly. Lots of foot dragging and Frankenstein style lurching, lurk, lurking. And so, I never have to worry about it them from about them running me down and scooping out my brain like I'm their own personal pudding cup. 
There's this one zombie I see almost every morning. He usually dribbles his coffee and eat and is eating a donut and is eating a donut. Do do zombies eat donuts with their fingers? You might ask. No, they usually eat their fingers separately. The school the school the school the school crossing guard is she can stop in traffic just by holding up one hand, then with her, just by holding up her hand. Are there from are there really zombies on my way to school every morning? Of course there are, but only inside my head, only in my wild imagination. I guess from I guess you could say I try to see the funny side of any situation. You should try it sometime. It makes life it makes life a lot more interesting. And so, how did I end up here in the zomb in the zombified uh, suburb and not from and not too far from New York City? Well, that my friend is a very interesting story. Chapter two, a stranger in an even stranger land. I moved to Long Beach on Long Island only a couple of months ago and from a small town out in the country. I guess you could say I'm a hick not I'm a hick I'm a hick straight from the sticks. To make my long story a little shorter, Long Beach isn't my home and I don't think I've ever and I don't think it ever will be. Have you ever felt like you don't fit in? Is that you don't belong where you are, where you are, but you're sort of stuck there? Well, that's exactly how I feel each and every day since I moved to Long Beach. To Long Beach, and moving to a brand new town also means I have to face a brand new bunch of kids and bullies at my brand new school. Now, like all the other schools I've ever attended, the hallways of Long Beach Middle School. Are plastered from are plastered with all sorts of no bullying posters. There's only one po- uh, problem: bullies. It turns uh, bullies. It turns out it don't read too uh, bullies. It turns out don't read too much. I guess the reading really isn't a job required in a high in a high paying field from the fields of name calling, nose bun- uh, punching. And atomic wedgie yanking, you want from an atomic an atomic wedging yanking bullies. You want to know the secret? I got from to not getting beat up at school. Well, I don't really have a sign. I don't really have scientific proof or anything. But in my in my experience, comedy works most of the time. Anyway, that's right. Never underestimate the power of a good laugh. It can stop some of the fear of the fearless middle school monsters. For instance, if you bit from if you hit your local bully with a pretty good joke, he or she might might be too busy laughing to hit you back. It's true, punchlines can actually beat punches because it's pretty hard for a bully to give you a triple a a triple nipple cripple if you from if he is. If he or she's a doubled, uh, doubled over, holding from uh, holding their side and laughing their heads off. 
So every morning before heading off to school, I just I just make sure you pack some good jokes along with your lunch. If for instance, you could interrupt that you could distract your bully with a one-liner from the from one of my all-time favorite stand-up comics, Steve Wright. And do you think from do you think when they asked George Washington for his ID, he just whipped out a quarter? If that doesn't work, go from then go go with some uh, surfire Homer Simpson operator uh, give me from uh, give me the number for 911 all i'm saying is that laughing is healthy a lot healthier than getting socked in the stomach especially if you had a big br- breakfast the end and i hope you have a nice day see you tomorrow and i can't wait to f- see what find and i can't wait to find out what happens next